God, we thank you for the people that is on the call today. But God, we are seeking your word even in a time like this. Yes, God, Lord. we know that you know you to be a healer. We know you to be a way maker. We know you to be a sustainer, God. So right now, God, I ask right now, uh, during this time of the coronavirus, God, that uh, you continue to keep our minds steadfast. Yes, Lord. Keep our minds stayed on you. And Father, even though we're not able to physically be in the church, God, we know that the church is us, God, and wherever we are gathered, whether it be in our living room, whether it be in our basement, whether it be in our front room, God, and the word comes forth, God, we know that you'll still be there. But God, right now, we have to continue to bless all the members of bless this us wonderful today. church. Yes, Lord. Bless this wonderful pastor, Dr. Derek Thorpe, and his entire yes, congregation, the officers, friends. And God, we just thank you for just being mighty in our lives, Father. We ask right now that the word that's getting ready to be spoken of uh, be coming from in you, God, and speak through Dr. Thorne as he give a word to us for uh, your people, God. It is in your son, precious Jesus' name we pray that everyone on the call say amen. 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 Thank, thank you, Reverend uh, Tony Clark. I'm going to share just about 10 minutes, <coughs> and I will... Uh, just share what God has put on my heart. I'm going to mute everyone this time so we can give attention to what God has to say uh, in this hour. Again, God, we thank you for this time together. I pray uh, blessings on everyone that's on this call today. We, we're just so grateful for your many blessings. I want to lift up a very familiar passage today as we share on March the 27th. God's word says in Psalm 62, if you have your Bibles, if you have your, maybe you have a Bible app, maybe you have an um, actual Bible with you. If you have your Bibles, go with us to Psalms 62. Psalm 62. And there you'll find a, a cry of a, an afflicted man of, of high position whose enemies sought to destroy him. But but how many of you know that, that the hand of God is, is still with us? But Psalm 62, and I just read just a few verses here, Psalm 62, and I'm reading today, uh, Reverend Clark, uh, Sister Bailey, uh, Sister Featherstone, Sister Bright, I'm reading from the King James Version. This is how it reads. It says, truly, my soul waited upon God. From him come my salvation. He only is my rock, my salvation. He's my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. How long will ye imagine mischief against a man? Ye shall be slain, all of you, as a Bowing wall shall he be, and as a tottering fence. They only consult to cast him down from his excellency. They delight in lies. They bless with their mouth, but they curse inwardly. Selah. My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. 
He's my defense. I shall not be moved. I end at verse 7 here. In God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Let us pray now, God. We thank you once again. We thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for the blood of the Lamb. We thank you for uh, the blood that was shed from the foundation of the world. And God, as we share in this noonday, give us hope, give us strength, give us power to, to tread over the enemy. God, be always with us and bless those who are on this call right now. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you today. I want to just speak from a little while from the, the topic, lead me to the rock. Lead me to the rock. Here we find in Psalm 62, we find a man who has been afflicted. This man, church, has been afflicted by his enemies who seek to destroy him. Yet he, he finds himself trusting in God. He finds himself looking <coughs> to the rock that's higher than I. He finds his trust and his calmly confident in his savior that his enemies cannot succeed and I don't know who that's for but despite what's happening the enemy cannot succeed and I'm encouraged today Reverend Clark because the confidence which David which he feels he tries to impart to his people must I preach in the house and so it is, he warns his, his enemy that they are likely to provoke God's anger. And then he encourages his friends by the thoughts of God's mercy, the thoughts of his goodness, and the thoughts that, 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 that he cannot trust in his own human resources. But our resource, our true, true resource is in God. And I believe God is saying to the church today, in the spite of this virus, wait on God. Because the same God you wait on is the same God who saves. <laughs> yes, sir. He's the same God who saves. He's the same God who gives strength. So even in the worst of times, he's still my rock. Yes, sir, I'm encouraged already. And we need to encourage pastors. We need to encourage leaders. We need to encourage the church. We need to encourage members that we're going to look to the rock that's higher than I. There are so many people today worrying about uh, canceling services concerning uh, the church. What would Easter look like without going to church? But last I checked, we are the church. It's, it's, not, it's not just the building, but, but we are the church. 
and God will continue to lead us even in times like this. To see, the church will remain. We're going to trust in God. See, the church remains the church even online during a season of illness. Sometimes the virtual body is infected. But we know something. We're going to still look to the rock that's higher than I. I wish I had a praying church here. And so we encourage today, despite it, whatever happens, we're going to trust in God. So first of all, trust in God and God alone. We cannot trust in this administration, but we can pray and petition even in times like these. So God has called us to a, a time of trust. So now let's talk about trust. How do you understand trust? For me, trust is reliance. It's confidence in the Savior. See, the Bible emphasizes us to trust in God, to put our trust in Him. See, there are grounds for trusting in God. See, first of all, trust in his power and strength. That's why when you hear David say, the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed. A refuge in times of trouble. Let me tell you another ground to trust in God. Trust in God because his love is unfailing. That's why Exodus encourages us that, 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 that the people whom you have redeemed, you also got it. I'm saying that there's no other time like now to trust in God. His power and his strength, his unfailing love. But finally, I'll let you go here. Trust in his salvation. That's why Isaiah says, 